welcome to Bottled Soccer Talk number 27, I think it is. Yes, sir. Um, we're here in person now, man. Yeah. It's yeah. good to be normal-ish. Yeah, definitely inching towards that. And yeah, I'm glad to be back in person and not, you know, be a, a Skype call, which it was fun and, and convenient. But, you know, it's better to be here in person, you know, for many reasons. But uh, anyways. cues and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so uh, let's just talk some football, man. Uh, I know we do it all the time anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, this is no exception. So without further ado, let's uh, let's get into some some soccer. Mm-hmm. And episode 27, uh, you know, shout out to Joao Cancelo. Joao Cancelo? We all, I always just think of a player. So, I mean, 27 is t- another tricky number. Actually, anything really beyond 26. Yeah, and, yeah I think we're at, we're at a point where... Uh, we're gonna have to start going to basketball players or <laughs> yeah, football <exactly>. players. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, getting into um, the week, uh, I guess we could start off with um, with the uh, Concacaf Champions League. Yeah, the most recent. Yeah, much. I mean, before we get into Europe, because I know we're just gonna forget about it in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, Tigres beat uh, LAFC. Yeah, um, the startup grassroots club. Yeah, there's want to call it that. There was a lot riding on that game. I think, uh, I mean, you know, two good teams respectfully, but you know, the debates that that are being had about some of the players on on both respectful teams. Yeah, I honestly, I watched the game and in LAFC really bottled it. They they were actually up. They were creating more chances. In fact, they even had a penalty that probably should have been called. But didn't get called, and and you know Tigres in the second half especially just took advantage uh, through you know uh, this really nifty pass passing that they have and good build up through Gignac and you know all you can do is just kind of respect uh, what they stand for. But um, you know Vela to be fair played exceptionally well, and and the the goals they were creating or the chances they were creating rather really really nice to watch. Um, some people who follow MLS a lot were saying that this is possibly the uh, the best MLS team ever, if not up there with the, with some of the best. And I got to agree, despite me kind of hating LAFC, I'm a Galaxy guy through and through, but I'm not going to lie, they did play well. And there's this actually funny moment, too, where the goalkeeper uh, faints the ball like at least five times back and forth to a guy pressing pressing up. On the, I, I forgot the guy's name was a white guy. And then the, immediately the LAFC page is like, remind you of somebody they're trying to liken him to mamba i'm like come on man fuck out of here really yeah i was just oh, like man. but it was pretty impressive though the guy that was getting fainted at with the ball was not really flinching it was just straight looking at the guy but nobody's coming close to mamba let's put that out there uh, lafc fans are the worst yeah but like, by far i mean we're so close to them <laughs> yeah like how can you be such a diehard of... anyway I, I know i've said this before so i'm not <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, yeah. big win for Tigres. Tigres are in somewhat of a dynasty. And every time we talk about like Mexican champions and stuff, I always have to bring up how I hate how there's two championships and in a year, and each one counts as a full championship in terms of you know trophies and winning. I think it's ridiculous, but you know what? What what can you do at this point? It's just been so ingrained in the in the league for such a long time. It's just like another thing. But Tigres have won their fair share, especially. Since Guignac came, I think they even won his first season. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to go ahead and call him like a French reject because he has caps and he has goals. Mm-hmm. 
He was there in the Euro Finals. Um, but I would put him up there probably with the best. He, I mean, one of the best, if not the best, uh, strikers that's played in uh, Liga MX yeah. in Mexico. Um, and then you mentioned this debate that was being had about uh, about uh, the best player. Uh, uh, strike that if he went to MLS, he'd be the best player ever. Yeah, and, and uh, just in totality, totality, comparing who's the best player in Concacaf just throughout. So that that was an interesting debate for sure. Oh, oh, you mean Concacaf like excluding for um? Yeah, I mean like just like the best player. Yeah, yeah, both MLS and Liga MX combined. I think maybe we can agree that Guignac and Carlos Vela are both the best players in both leagues today. Yeah, yeah, like if you were to com- combine both player pools, I think they're the best individual talents currently. It's really hard to think of anybody else, you know. Um, sure, yeah. jo- Joseph Martinez is a good shout, but I still think these guys are a level. Yeah. He had one good season. Yeah, well, I mean, well, he was good, but then the knee injury really fucked him and hasn't really been to the same level. And then MLS has this tendency to get, you know, obviously like legends, but in their later stage. And I don't like to compare them to Guignac and Vela, who... Well, you know, Vela kind of like who started playing for these teams, even in their prime, you could say, quote unquote. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. It's really it's really a tough one. I really I was telling you earlier, I really find it hard to say one is better than the other. Um, it's really hard. And especially because Guignac, when when he was playing in Europe, there he had a few good seasons uh, in League One. And you can make of that what you you know what you want to do with that because it's league on i mean sure they had cavani and slatan at the time uh lacazette Giroud I mean, at one point league on uh, it's a feeder league in truth but i would put them at the same level as liga Mekis. you put them at the same level yeah Ooh man i don't know you think liga Mekis is better no 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 i don't i think i it's just i think Wait, uh, take out Lille. even then take out PSG, take out Lyon, mm-hmm. Monaco, and o- the, OGC or, Nice, maybe, or nice, yeah, Marseille. Or Marseille, yeah, Marseille. I think there's just, there's not only... And the rest are, like, on par with, like, the best teams in Mexico. Maybe, yeah, you can say that. I just think even beyond the clubs, even their academies are just a, just a level above. They're better, for I sure. mean, because you look at the, some of the players that have come from France, you know. There's less bullshit with those. There's a ton of bullshit going on with on any level with youth involved, but yeah. Mexico's... Oh, well, yeah, there's that, too. Like there's there's but the, like this like predisposition to being corrupt as shit. Yeah, but the infrastructure that exists in France, too, though, it's one of the best in the world. And, and this is why France has one of the best national teams. But. And one of the favorites to, you know... Repeat. Yeah, they have so much depth, but yeah, yeah, but you know that's not to take anything away from Guignac. I think he's a great striker. I do agree that he's the best foreign striker to ever play in the league. Yeah, yeah, and, I think so. And he's the striker or the player of the decade for me. If we're looking back on the last ten years of Liga Mekis. Oh yeah, yeah. That's not a. That's not out. Yeah. It's just you know some people have their own their own heroes i guess and then now in vela's case vela you know came to lafc and since the day he's been there in the limited time because there's been times where he stops playing or whatever he's been he's been really good man even when slatan and was here and they were having their duels it was really fun to watch yeah but for people to say if guignac joins mls he's immediately the best player in the league i don't quite agree with that because there's been just a bunch of talents you know in there or or to say that he's the best player to ever play in the league I don't agree with that. Oh, that that's outrageous. That's a Tigres fan just 
trying to rile people up. Yeah. Hopefully. You hope so. Being a victim <laughs> of the moment. Yeah. But ever? No, because uh, Pirlo, David Villa, World Cup winners. Yeah. Uh, Champions League winners. David Beckham. David Beckham, Steven Gerrard. Yeah, Roy Keane. Yeah, Keane, you know. Uh, Even Landon Donovan. You said David Villa already, right? David yeah. Villa, Clint uh, Dempsey. Yeah. Uh, Demarcus Beasley. Uh, you're full of shit if you think that's the case. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, besides France, which is a, is a respectable league, he never progressed to a, a, a league that's tougher. So it's hard to really even claim he has that legend status. But credit to com- for coming to Mexico, making himself a legend there. And not only that, ad- really adapting to the culture. If you hear him speak Spanish, he sounds like he's from Monterrey. And, um, you know, he's very thankful of the club and the club loves him. He's a club legend for sure. Yeah, and I think it's to be a club legend in six, seven years, I think that's incredible. Like, yeah. Luis Suarez with, with Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aguero, even. Yeah. We, we were talking about this earlier. Aguero yeah. comes to City. If he did nothing but score that winner uh, mm-hmm. for the for the championship, he's a legend, regardless. But what he's done over the years, yeah, you know, he cemented himself. Same with the uh, company and uh, W Silva. Mm-hmm. I, I always think that's kind of cool when you do it in less than ten years. For some reason, ten years is like the barometer for yeah. greatness in a club. Totally, totally, and you know, it's it's hard to do in a new in a country, let alone a whole new continent. That's that's scary, you know, yeah. for anybody, but. Uh, he bossed it, and um, but in truth, like when you're comparing comparing him to you know some of the best French strikers in the world, I think there's a big gap still. You know, huge gap. Uh, I you know just off the top of my head, Benzema's better, Giroud, Lacazette. Um, you know, there, there's there's plenty. I mean, if you want to even classify Griezmann as a striker, uh, you know, there's just plenty to name. Yeah. So of course. as a well, he's a, a third tier for for me. Twitter user uh, uh, Les Owens said on, on Twitter, he's the Jarritos version of Giroud. I thought that was hilarious. But it's a it's a funny and good comparison. Yeah, I mean, it's not outrageous. But what's your final take if you had to pick between Vela and Guignac? And, today? And yeah, today, even in totality, if you want to compare careers, because they're not too far off, in truth. Uh, I think Guignac is much more accomplished. Yeah. Vela has more talent and maybe... I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, he's he's much more talented and he has a lot more to his game, but Gignac, you know, he's he definitely took it more serious maybe, you could say. Yeah. Yeah. You it always felt like uh football for Vela was an option versus, you know, something he was actually passionate about and uh, mm-hmm. we we've gone over that before. Um that's a good question, actually. I thought it was going to be like an easy Vela, but now I'm talking myself into Guignac. Mm-hmm. I'll still take Vela, and the reason being because he, he performed at a top level at a better club in a better league, albeit it wasn't for too long. And then not only that, came to the MLS and just broke records there, you know? And immediately. Immediately. Yeah. And I will yeah. say this, uh, credit to LAFC for getting Bob Bradley because he's been there a few seasons, and he's established a really nice... Really nice setup. Bob Bradley wasn't always the best U.S. coach, but till this day, he's probably got us our best results. I think, yeah, I was about to say that. And yeah, I was, yeah. The, he, he, U.S. was playing one more with Bob Bradley than yeah than anyone I can remember. Right, and the, you know, lest we forget that he coached in Europe for like a good amount of time as well in in uh, Norway and in Austria. So I mean, he got he's got different schools of thought on football now. Sure. So he's just not a hoof up the ball AYSO type of guy. Yeah, yeah. He he knows what he's talking. So I mean, that partnership with Vela has been amazing and I think I'll I'll take Vela just by a little bit, but you know, Guignac is probably going to 
be regarded more of as a legend uh, for his tenure in for Mexico. his club. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I remember like they were showing how many kids in the last six years have the name Guignac or Pierre or Andre in their in their names in Monterrey, and there's just like a. Why would they name their kid Guignac? God, it's just you know, <laughs> you know. Like, I, I know this is aggression, but like, I heard this kid in the valley. His dad was like, "Hey, Neymar." Like, bro, his his last name is Neymar. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like it, I know. I don't know why Hispanics are like that, man. Because they do it in El Salvador too, bro. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Moving on from that. Uh, so, congratulations, Tigres. Yeah, uh, Champions League. And um, I don't know if I've said this before, but I'm a huge fan of Guido, Guido Pizarro. Yeah. yeah Didn't quite pan out in Sevilla, but, you know, came back to Mexico and still bossed it. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever that's worth. Um, so, yeah, let's do a, a Premier League review and uh, and just take it from there, man. Yes, sir. All right. Let's uh, so let's see what happened this weekend. It was an interesting weekend. Yeah, a lot of different results. A lot of, uh, I would say, some of the matches weren't as predictable as we thought. You know, yeah, a few results in there. So starting off the Saturday, December nineteenth, Liverpool visited Crystal Palace, and, huh, well, oh yeah, yeah, seven to zero, my man. Mm-hmm. And it could have been more, really. Could've yeah, with Liverpool, more. anytime they score, it feels like it could have been more. But man. Uh, Minamino got on the board right away. Sadio Mane got on the board. He actually played a really good game. Oh months. yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, it's a routing, but yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, uh, Firmino got two goals in, so he's starting to get goals in now. I think, I think he's on a pretty good streak now. I don't know the exact number, but I want to say he's like at like four or five in the last few games. Not bad, which not is bad. not bad because yeah. you know everyone was shitting on him for not scoring, but you know. He is now, so mm-hmm. you know he's he's doing what he's supposed to do. Uh, yeah. Jordan Henderson got on the board, pretty good strike actually, pretty good strike. And uh, Mohamed Salah, man, this dude keeps scoring. He's the leading goal scorer of the season at thirteen now. Yeah, so far, yeah. Um, just crazy. Yeah, especially this early. I mean, if he keeps it up, he can probably break his own record again, which was like thirty-one, I think. He set the record? Or he tied the record, I should say, with uh, Luis Suarez. Shit. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, anything that we got to take away from that? No, not really. I think <clears throat> we predicted them to win this, but I think we like like 3-0 or something like that. Uh, but, you know, credit credit to for, to Liverpool for, you know, keeping the, the foot on the gas and Palace, you know, a kind of uncharacteristic from them, for yeah. them because they've been a good team, you know? Yeah, a lot of the times, like, these teams, they... I don't want to say play to the level of their opponent, but they'll let the other team in the game, right? Yeah, yeah. And they'll make things complicated, and that's been, just been the story of the season. Um, so, like, Liverpool is supposed to beat Crystal Palace 7-0, to zero, I feel. Yeah. Oh, With the quality that they have. It's tough to to, 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 to win a game 7-0 is tough, because at that's one point... Big. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, City have done it countless of times, <laughs> not this season, but... I'm saying, like, there's a point where, like, the third goal goes in and then the, the coach is like, all right, just sit back and, you know, don't don't even don't allow any more because this is going to affect goal differential now. And I'm sure uh, Crystal Palace took a big hit in, in their goal differential. And oh, that yeah. can be costly on the table if, if push comes to shove and they're fighting for a, 
a spot, which I don't anticipate them to, but you know, yeah, I mean, this, this put them in the red. They were plus one. It looks like going in, and now they're at negative six. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, there's mm-hmm. a point where you have to have some pride and and just try to avoid the walloping. Um, and yeah, I mean, good good result for for Liverpool. I mean, a one zero win is is worth the same as a seven zero win. But this is like I said, it's going to be good for goal differential going forward. Goal differential and uh, morale. Yeah, it's nice to see the the ball go back. You know, in the back of the net. Liverpool, I think, is one of the hottest teams in Europe right now. Um, just on the fact that they they're keeping form, right? They're scoring a lot. Their players are they're mostly healthy now, mm-hmm. minus you know Van Dyke. I know they're talking about Diago coming back pretty soon. I know he's training again, so they're going to be close to full strength um, really soon. Yeah, uh, and um, they're they just keep winning. They figure it out. That's yeah. what the champion's supposed to do, right? Yeah. I would say they're the hottest team during the coldest time in football. And we can discuss that later. I don't yeah. know if we included that in the, you know, in, in our... Yeah. yeah, but, you know, they, they're the hottest team. But for their point t- tally now compared to last year, it's like night and day. So I've seen the better version of Liverpool, but this is the first result where it's like, oh, they look like they're finally coming back to what we've okay. come to know. Yeah. I, I can I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, it, saying and, that. Yeah. And they can if they can sustain it, it could be another one of those leagues where they can kind of walk off with it. Well, they're they're got a four point cushion now, mm-hmm. so there's there's a little bit of uh, cushion, little room for error there that they have. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they want to just keep 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 going. Yeah, it's a marathon. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, moving on from that, uh, Southampton versus Manchester City. Southampton's at home. 1-0 win. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are two clubs that are fighting for a Champions League spot at this at the moment. Yeah. Uh, City, I would say, are a better team. I mean, I think anybody would say that they're a better team, right? Yeah, they're better than most teams in the league. Uh, just off the lineup, you know, off mm-hmm. the talent. Maybe yeah. not off the results yet, but off the talent, yeah. But You know what I was thinking about earlier, though, is I feel like City, in terms of lineup, have been better in previous years. But you guys haven't really lost anybody. Mm-hmm. No, well, know, it's kind of weird compared to last season, which was also kind of a bad season by our characteristics. We didn't lose much, but it was really the season prior to that where we lost a lot. We lost company. Uh, you know, the more I, the more the season goes on, I don't really miss Otamendi, but Otamendi was also the type of guy to get a lot of set piece goals. I feel, I feel like you guys are missing him. Yeah. In a way, yeah. But but uh, John Stones has come back and he's not looking too bad. He's good, yeah. I like I like John Stones. John Stones is I've good. I always kind of liked him actually. I mean, right now we have the best defense not only in the league, but we're probably one of the best defenses in the world. But we don't off s- numbers. Yeah, off numbers. We don't set out to be, but I think even off talent though, we have like the, probably some of the best center back depth Man. in the world, which is not what we strive out to be. But Well, I mean, you've bought it. Yeah, you've paid for it. So I mean, better other other clubs pay peanuts for defenders, right? I mean, you have to pay for players. We we lost like our whole back line a few seasons ago, and we've slowly been buying uh you know defenders. Uh, Benjamin Mendy was supposed to be the guy, got injured twice, so that that was just a waste of a player. And we spent a lot on him, by the way. Didn't pan out. I like his haircut. He's cool. Yeah, he was getting <laughs> flack for that. But what what um who else is the other center back besides uh Ruben Diaz? Ruben Diaz, who's been a tank, by the way. Yeah, I think he's the defender of the season so far. He actually made the team of the season of like almost like the halfway mark. Yeah. Uh, and on the who scored ratings, but we have Ake, Ruben Diaz, Laporte, Stones, Eric Garcia. 
five-man center yeah, back partnership yeah, that's that's pretty deep that's deep and we're yeah. probably gonna get rid of diaz to be fair but really i mean not diaz sorry uh garcia oh. um but uh well you're not getting rid of him so much as he wants to leave yeah 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 i mean he is surplus though to, truthfully he like is, for, for a guy I of his he's caliber the most talented one out of that five no no i don't agree i think he's undersized i think he's he's a he has good poise and good possession in the back makes a lot of mistakes he's still young 19 but i think ruben diaz laporte and stones are clear especially off of the stature physicality physique yeah but talent wise i think he's probably the best out of all three i don't know pep, pep likes a technical guy back there too. yeah yeah but it, it's also like it could be a, a double-edged sword in some cases of course but you know yeah i mean we have the best defensive record so far i'm not too concerned with that but this was a good three points it could have been more than one goal uh we deserve to win this i mean there's no deserving in football but we created enough to to win this and see it out a good result you know we're gonna have to start scoring more goals though if we're going to want to have that goal differential in our yeah, favor of course to be fair you know when liverpool won the title or not won the title um yeah i think when they did win the title we still scored more goals than them that season but we we conceded a lot this year it's the different it's a different story so we'll see where we'll see where this takes us but city are, are starting to pick up some form so it's something to look out for yeah yeah it's it still is. early though i'm not like i like i said i don't think we're competing <laughs> for the league but this you, is a start. You you were making fun of fickle uh, city fans, mm-hmm. but but over over the last couple of months, I've heard you say, "Okay, this is our league." Okay, no, we're not gonna win it. Now we're no, gonna no, win no, it. no, 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 no. I, I, I you flip flopped a couple of times. No, no, I I've been consistent. <laughs> no, after after no, no, no. after week four, I was like, "No, nah, I don't think it's happening, bro," because we're we're not generating. And I've I've been documented saying this, but no, I still don't think we're gonna win the league. I say it jokingly sometimes oh, to, to okay, take the piss, see, but I but I mean. Uh, I see you. Not, I mean, right now it's gonna be really tough. You have that deadpan delivery sometimes, right? I don't know if you're yeah. joking or not. Yeah, I do. I kind of uh, joke around a lot. All right, but moving uh, on, yeah. Everton. Everton versus Arsenal. Um, damn, we both picked Arsenal on this one. Yeah, it's a tough one, man. Like <sighs> they can't catch a break, you know. Uh, our Arsenal. And it's funny because uh, Arteta doesn't really make excuses, but he does go on these bizarre rants where it's like. What are you saying, my man? Like, I know what he's trying to mm-hmm. say. He's he's bringing up percentages and numbers and, like, basketball. You know, you don't get a million shots. You only get, like... Yeah, that shit didn't make sense. It, it, I think it, it's a language barrier, too. It, man, he's been in England for such a long time. You would think that he has a pretty good grasp on what he's actually saying. Or yeah. what he wants to say, anyway. It's just the way that you articulate yourself in Spanish. It just comes out different. And Pep does yeah. it a lot. Hasn't been there as long as Arteta, to be fair. But yeah, I just think... Uh, he he doesn't he's not able to explain himself if you were to pro- possibly hear him in a spanish broadcast i f- i feel like it would make a lot more sense but uh, i get what he's trying to say though and uh i don't know man he's uh i'm i'm glad he doesn't make excuses you know Mourinho makes excuses oh man um, klopp even does pretty often sometimes yeah so some managers they do that they have that kind of tendency but yeah I'm it's, glad that he doesn't do it, yeah. but at the same time, he's like, give us reasons. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm glad that the board or whatever are still having faith in him. Mm-hmm. But again, we, we need to know why exactly, because they haven't won. I mean, the only thing he says is that we're not making the goals. We're not making the goals. So, And he, he's right, but why aren't the goals being created? Why yeah. aren't they being scored? And that's the same question that Pep's getting. And really, it's I don't even think it's down to the managers, down to the players. The players aren't informed. 
they there's no creativity and it, it shows you know kind of like writer's block is like you you try as hard as you want and it just doesn't happen maybe one day you know mm-hmm. it'll get unconstipated and it, things will start flowing yeah yeah you know uh as far as arsenal goes i don't even know where i can attribute there's plenty of things wrong but it's just too many Creation. things. Wrong. I mean, yeah, attacking yeah. Create, creativity. Lack obviously. of of a, of a goal scorer too. You know, even when Aubameyang has been healthy, he hasn't presented that uh, factor that he did last season. Defense has been shaky. Goalkeeper situation as well. Leno hasn't had his best season. I think Martinez. Oh, Martinez actually has the most clean sheets so far in England at the moment. So, but with and he has seven. You know, so I think taking all that into account, it's just a shit show for them. The only bright spot they have is Martinelli's back, despite yeah. getting injured. But apparently, it's not too serious. Just yeah. like a just a nagel. Yeah, just a, just a knock, as they say. But uh, yeah, good result for Everton. Much needed. Uh, kind of lucky result, but you know that's what you need in, in the sport sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you know they got an own goal and uh, Yerry Mina scoring on a set piece. So you know. It, it's not like they dominated the game, but you know that's football sometimes. Uh, yeah, you and everything just getting their little results too. They're they're on a decent little streak. They're up to twenty six points again. They were falling down to the second half, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because they they were on a huge slide. Um. So. Uh, yeah, fourth place, uh, Arsenal falls back. They're. There's talk of a relegation battle. I don't think it's gonna get that bad, to be honest with you. Nah, it's it's gonna take a lot for. Yeah, them I mean, look, man, they're they're in 15th place. They've got 14 points. 18th place has 10 points. I don't imagine that Fulham is gonna win too many more games, and that Arsenal is gonna keep sliding. Mm-hmm. I think by the time February comes, the end of February, if Arsenal hasn't turned it around, then there's gonna be talks of. About that, they're really in the hot seat for real. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's tough. I don't know if I can even blame them, but that's just that's just I how know, the business is working. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It's not his. It's not his team that he built. You know, mm-hmm. I know they've signed a few different players, but this isn't his team. This is the work of another manager. Yeah. So that and and uh, it's not even the manager. I think it's the board, the chair, the investment. Because uh, they're talking about Emery right now, and he actually has taken Villarreal to a pretty high spot in the in the league. So it's clear that his tactics aren't the problem. Maybe it was the lack of, you know, cohesiveness with the board and, and investment and going after the players he desired. I don't know. It could be a lot of things, well, but I don't players, think it's the manager. The players that, that Unai has mm-hmm. in Villarreal are more suited to his tactics. That too. And the league too. The league is a lot different. And well, in the the communication too, because you know exactly. Emery Speaking struggled. His native yeah. language. Yeah. So that there's that. Yeah, but he has a very tough accent. Yeah. In English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I do remember though, for a long time it was Wenger out. Yeah. I wonder where that crowd is right now. It's you the same. I mean? It's the same reactionary shit. Like they. I mean, Arsenal fans. I mean, not every, not all of them, but they're so reactionary and. They scapegoat anybody they can. Sometimes it's just not working. Like it's like as a city fan, for me to say, "Oh, it's Pep's fault." No, it's not Pep's fault. I don't even Sometimes think it's. It the, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, there's Champions. times. There's times in the Champions League, but there for every loss he's taken, he's also had many wins because of his 
um, I don't know what you would like to call it, his creativity with genius, formations. Man, let's be honest. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, but there's there's levels. But I mean, I don't I don't think uh, that that is the the reason for Arsenal, and I don't think he's worth sacking. You know, but I mean, in turn in terms of talking about Arteta. But anyway, but you're very you're very uh, forgiving for managers. Yeah, I mean, I I can see like for example, I remember when um, Roy Hodgson was was coaching England and they were losing a lot and they had Harry Kane taking corners like. Yeah, that's that's just that's he's not him. there. <laughs> Even I feel the same way about Gareth Southgate. There, there's things you see on the pitch that's like, okay, this is not right. This is not what's supposed to be happening with uh, Arsenal. Like, uh, uh, I, I won't get it. I won't say it. Uh Coleman. I know. No, 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 no. Uh, it was about Southgate. Ah, uh, Mason Mount. Yeah, uh, it's okay, man. <laughs> Come on, Chelsea. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, I I anticipate things to get better for Arsenal. I agree with you. Hopefully by February, they're at least at like ninth tenth place somewhere the mid yeah i don't think no more talk of relegation zone i think it's fair to say though champions league is out of the picture europa if they're lucky and then just be happy to finish between eight and ten yeah that's where it's at you have been in the last 10 years yeah i mean to be fair though like i was telling my friend this who just became an arsenal fan that for the longest time arsenal was constantly occupying that fourth spot in england fourth 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 third fourth third maybe fifth you know just like constantly within yeah, that realm yeah. with wenger and now it's like well, they would get the close truth. even too after the invincible season i think that was the last time they won it yeah um they would get close they would be in second place third place like you said but yeah so it, it's so hard to to put it together yeah and the clubs that have done it consistently you got to be like wow like mm. even even uh well we always talk about city but through all the managerial changes through all the incoming and outgoing players, City have always been one of the more potent sides in um, in the Prem, and it's, it's pretty. It's, you have to respect that, man. Yeah, and I'll extend that to Chelsea, who've who've probably seen more managers than City have ha- had in the last six, seven odd years, and still to maintain that capacity, maybe not as win as many trophies, but they've always been in that top four, even United to an extent. I mean, they've trickled down to fifth, sixth sometimes, but you know, there's there's there is respect for Does that. Does Europa League count as a European Cup? Yeah, for sure. All right then. And yeah, we'll take it. But anywho, twice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Talked on enough about Arsenal. Yeah, Arsenal. It's a lost cause right now. You know, they're right now. Yeah, they're they're tough to watch. Newcastle versus Fulham. We don't care. One to one, double hockey sticks. <laughs> and that guy Matt Ritchie got a scored the own goal. It's the guy who was like, "How are you calling that, you wee dick?" That's the dude. Yeah, he scored an own goal. Karma's a bitch. Fuck it up. That's tough. All right, and Brighton versus Sheffield United. Uh, Sheffield, man, they got a point. They got a point, and they got a red card. Chris Wilder was heated after the game. He was like, "I, I don't know what's going with the game." This used to be a contact sport. He's like, he's going off on this tangent. It's like, he's kind of going on that Roy Keane route. It's like, oh, they used to let us fucking, you know, two foot. And it's like, come on, G. Like, just be happy with the point. By the way, the guy who scored Jared Bogle, like two years ago, I picked him up on career mode. He was playing at Derby and he had like high potential. It's really interesting to see this cat actually. He scored his debut goal for them. He can be a, he can be a factor for them and maybe... Giving them hopes of getting out of relegation yeah. zone. Don't think they will, but big result for them regardless. 
Sheffield United continues with the bad luck, though. They yeah. concede at the end, and uh, instead of coming up with three points, they, they come out with one, which is, let's be honest, man, they, they should be happy at that because they, that's, I think that's their second point of the season, isn't it? I think so, yeah. And then Welbeck. Second point. Welbeck that boy getting his Welbs. goals. Yeah. Turning back the clock. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, next matchup is uh, uh, Tottenham hosting Leicester. Uh, well, unlucky, unlucky match for Spurs. I mean, in the way it happened, right? Penalty, own goal. Yeah. However, I mean, you know, the proof is in the pudding. (laughs) I will say this, though. Tottenham surprised me in the way they actually did dominate the ball a little more. But it just goes to show that that isn't them. You know, that isn't their strength. They're, They're more of a team that operates better in transition. Much like in basketball, Lakers Showtime era. It was fast break, you know, fast break, transition. That's when Spurs is at their best. And um, tough result for them because this game maybe could have still been a Leicester win, but it could have been like a 1-0 win or a 2-1 win. Uh, granted, there was also another goal that wasn't allowed due to a dodgy VAR offside call, which uh, James Madison is probably be pissed at, but probably their player of the season so far too, I might add. Big result for Leicester. Terrible result for Tottenham in a week where City and Liverpool and United and uh, who's, who else is up there? I think Chelsea won too. Chelsea as well. Uh, so that's a big blow to, to Tottenham, really. And yeah. yeah, Chelsea won. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, so yeah, out of the big six, they lost. Yeah. Well, other than Arsenal. And that's what they. Is that what is it? That's three games dropping points. Yeah, a... so one point. Out of three games, huh? Two points. Oh, two, yeah, two one draws because they lost. Yeah, against that's Liverpool. pretty. Yeah, that's pretty. It's a, it's a it's a drop off. However, much of it has been kind of like unlucky, right? But they, they haven't been dominated. Yeah, they haven't been dominated, but they haven't dominated either. True. However, this was the one game where I could say, oh, they they maybe deserved more. Maybe a point would have been okay, right? But that's a lot coming from you, by the way. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really like their style, but they they kind of did switch it up this game. I did kind of enjoy that. I did kind of enjoy seeing them try to get in the opposition box. And that's how actually they react once they go down. They get pissed. They're like, we got to score. We can't sit well, back any, once we're losing. Team, yeah, yeah we, we can't sit back while we're losing. So um, that's one thing about United. It's a, I mean, United, sorry, Spurs, is that they can just transition into that team where they can sit back or go forward. Yeah. So that's cool. So Range. they, so they uh, they're in sixth place, tied with uh, Chelsea on points, 25 points. Mm-hmm. So they're still in it, but they just have to start winning. They could be a lot better if they converted more. Yeah. Well, and, uh, one city win their game in hand, and then we're all in for the league. Yeah. Ah, I'm just kidding. Nah, then no, you're gonna claim that I, you're gonna think I really mean it. Nah. Well, don't flip flop. <laughs> if they if 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 City's at a, a lead at any point in first place, I must still believe they're not gonna win. Really. Yeah, yeah. It's just we're not. This is not our year, man. Ah, it's just shit. this year our our birth chart of when the club was founded and the way that Saturn and you know Uranus are oh, currently Oh come off uh, it! Nah, yeah, I still don't believe in us right now, but it, that can change it in terms of a transfer window purchase. But I doubt it'll happen for City. Yeah, if we actually did go after a striker, especially a target man striker, or even a defensive mid, it's not like money is a problem. 
no not at all but i don't know city has this thing now where they're kind of priding themselves and not spending and i don't like that too much <laughs> but hey you know i guess like the yeah. although the twitter bullies you know got to their head yeah but hey, right. moving yeah. on to a more eventful match yeah uh, probably the match of the week for me the, uh what they called it the uh the um, rivalry a, of roses or some shit some like that. Some shit like that. Um, I know. I know it has history. Manchester United versus Leeds United. Ancient history at that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, when you talk about Leeds and the Prem, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. But and it's been a while. I think um, I love Bielsa, by the way. Like I, I love the way he sets out his team. It, it bit him in the ass this game, but we'll talk. We'll talk about. Well, that's that. the thing, though. They they manmarked. Mm-hmm. And when you manmark a genius like Bruno. Yeah. Son, you're gonna leave some holes. Yeah. You're gonna leave donuts. And uh, right away, city. Um, not city. Uh, the better Manchester club. Ah. Uh. Uh, Manchester United took advantage. Um, off a nice little give and go from Bruno to McTominay. Yeah. Good strike. Uh, three minutes in. Again, off of a. I guess you can say it's set piece of throw in. Mm-hmm. Pass squared it. And McTominay, to his credit, finished really well. You yeah. Know, that, that, there's not a whole lot many players can do in that moment. You know, there's just such a tight space. And uh, it ended up 4-1 to one in the first half. Um, can, could it have ended worse in the first half for Leeds? Mm, I think it, it could have really gone either way, man. I, I say this was the match of the week for me. It was a very open game, very back and forth. I think Leeds could have scored more than two. You could say United could have scored more than six, but in the first half, like there was moments where Leeds was kind of growing into it. The, then in the halftime whistle came, and it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, United's in the driver's seat at that point going into the second half, and both teams were creating hella chances. I thought uh, Leeds, uh, Leeds' goalkeeper, forget his name, Moulier or something it's like a French sounding name um he had a game he had a game you know despite despite fucking conceding six he had some good saves so um you know it was, it was just a fun match all around and and the goals that Leeds scored were, were were pretty goals you know and that's the one thing about Bielsa is that he's always gonna give us something to watch and I I respect that so much and a lot of people were saying that Especially a lot of the Brits, they're like, oh, I don't get how when, like, Sean Dyche and, like, Sam Allardyce and, like, all these, you know, Tim Sherwoods or whatever, they lose. Like, you guys clown them and call them, they t- you tell them their shit. But when Leeds allow six goals, you guys don't say anything about Bielsa, you know? And I was like, well, that's not, you know, that's not accurate because, you know, the same team that's coached by Bielsa will actually drop six goals from time to time. Five goals, four yeah, goals. Yeah, they're able to do that. Burnley, any given night. yeah, Burnley doesn't do that. Villa, well, no, no, Villa's. I like Villa. You know, teams like West Brom, for example, with Sam Allardyce. Now they're not going to do that. Um, they what they will do is they will park back, and maybe this United win would be like a two or like two nil or one nil. You know, because they park so hard. Right, back. right, right, right. So I love I love Bielsa and what he's doing, and yeah. I think he's still going to finish mid table. As for United, this is a good game for confidence. Um, not on, not only for uh, you know McTominay and Daniel James who don't always score too often, but even even for uh, for Bruno who got a goal from open play, he also did score a penalty which <laughs> was kind of he's been scoring from open play man. But he doesn't he doesn't score them like frequently from open play like most of his goals are going to be penalties. Let's be no, honest. No, he's been scoring a lot without penalties. But like dating back to last year and including this year, like half of them 
probably more or less our penalties. Well, he's got the most goals uh, uh, from anyone not named Mohamed Salah. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I'm saying he's their their chief penalty taker, and Man United broke the record for most penalties last year. And but this season, yeah, yeah, this season he's improved that a lot. I do agree with you, but it's nice to see. My point is that he's actually scoring more frequently from open play. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, good result for United. Uh, old Gunners at the wheel looks like a <laughs> genius, you know. <laughs> Today he does right, and then tomorrow, who knows? Uh, I I do like how the team is playing. I don't know. There's just something about the team that's just not convincing me 100%. But they're in a really healthy position on the table. So maybe I should just shut the fuck up and accept that Ole's at the wheel. You know? The good thing is that they're actually winning the games that they're supposed to win. Because sometimes these kind of games would be the ones they'd lose last season. Right. They're yeah. actually kind of winning them now. And like so the one good. against. Um, uh, I guess I can look back. Oh, they played Sheffield a few, a few days ago? Yeah, like Sheffield. That would be like a game you draw or something. And then Everton would have been. You know, a loss, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So the, sh- the team is showing character, which is good. So we just got to keep that, that wave rolling and uh, catch up Liverpool. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to... That's a, a tough order. One. Yeah, yeah. Liber- I mean, it really depends on Liverpool if they can keep it up. I think they will, but just the way they play, I like it. And yeah. They yeah. go after it, so... Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, moving on from that, great win for United. Uh, get, get some uh, points on the goal differential as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of West Brom and Aston Villa, West Brom uh, get shut out. Aston Villa dump three on them. Yeah, another good Midlands derby. <laughs> yeah, uh, these these two these two teams don't like each other, man. It was a good game, a good derby. They were going in hard on on um, Jack Grealish, and that's why Livermore got a red card, rightly so. He was playing dirty all match, but yeah, um, I, I really like the Villa team. They're not only go- scoring goals from like one or two players; they have like three or four even scoring them. El Ghazi, uh, Triore, who scored a peach of a goal too. He like literally passed it into the bottom corner of the net, and uh, Jack Grealish picked up two assists again. Uh, man, I love watching the kid play, and he makes Villa like I told you. I think a few days ago, he makes Villa worth watching. I think I, I think him and Kane are players of the season. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Son, son, you can throw him in there, and even now Salah with his goal scoring. Yeah, there. if I were to make a Mount Rushmore right now, it's like Grealish, Bruno. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. I mean, uh, there's so many good players. Son, Ward-Prowse, you know. And then for me, I told you earlier, Ruben Diaz is not only the best defender for me right now, but he's he's up there. Diego Silva's up there. Oh, he's up there for sure, too. I mean, but, you know, just off the, the records of goals allowed, clean sheets while in the lineup. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, credit to him as well in the latter stages of his career. But, yeah. Yeah, a positive <laughs> result for Villa. 3-0. Um, 3-0. Zero. Zero. Uh, Allardyce, uh, good to see you again. Yeah, back where he left off. Um, and then the next... And, and we'll leave off. Yeah. For real. It's just, it's dumb. Like, like I said, West Brom... Um, I don't know. It's just a dumb appointment and a sacking of Billich, but they'll they'll learn. They'll gotcha. learn on their own. Yeah, yeah. And then the next game was the Burnley Wolves game, and that was another Midlands derby. So it, it's it's funny how both of these teams played, each, or these four teams all played each other in this week. But uh, dude, surprising result though. I know. Didn't expect Burnley to uh, to get more than one goal on the board. And to be fair, they they were kind of like, I mean, I'm not a big fan of of chipping it or crossing it into the box and getting. Um, you know, headers and stuff or set pieces. That's not really my style, but that's how they won, and that's how they will win games, if anything. 
And, um, you know, it was actually a 2-0 shutout for most of the game until Fabio Silva got his penalty in the 89th. Wolves are kind of combusting at the moment. Uh, and I don't think it's it's uh, for lack of, uh, of creativity or, or going forward. I think their defense is really taking a hit. People brag about Connor Cody so much, but I don't see it, man. Yeah, he kind of annoys same, me, actually. Same. He's a little, like, it just comes off as a prick. But I, I don't know if I've ever met a Connor that I liked. Yeah. Uh, well, you're a big McGregor guy, no? I've never uh, met him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. Um, but anyway. I apologize. For, uh, uh, anyway. Jeez. Uh, um, but yeah, bad result for Wolves. They'll probably still stay up, but, you know, Burnley, they're trying to convince us that they're going to not get relegated, but... I'm not buying it. it. I'm not buying it. Yeah. I'm not seeing it. Yeah. But they got lucky. So um anyway. Uh the next match, Chelsea, uh a London Derby as well. Yep, another, another one. one. Yeah. One that used to be more meaningful back in the day. <laughs> um, well but, when they were on the same level before the Russian oligarch oligarch. Anyway. Yeah. Three to zero. How do you say? Easy as you like. Easy as you like. That's a skunk score, as we say in FIFA. Like, <laughs> like if you're playing your homie and you beat him 3-0, like, to, all right, we can quit the game, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and they did that, and to be fair, um, fuck, man. This game could have blown wide open. Uh, Pulisic had an assist. Timo Werner had an assist. But Pulisic could have had more assists, and Timo Werner should have bagged at least two goals that night. Big question mark on him. Not the goal scorer that he was destined to be yet. I think he will live up to that later. But I still think he does other things right. And it's just a standard win for Chelsea. You're, they're expected to be West Ham. They did. And well, they, West Ham should show more bite for what they've done this season. They've been yeah, they've been a very good so team they this gave season. Give it up. Grab their ankles. Um, yeah, they did. To be fair though, like West Ham in the end of the first half and a little bit of the beginning of the second, they were taking it to Chelsea and Thiago Silva was actually playing really well. So I will give him that. He also did grab his goal, uh, off a set piece. He's he's a good leader, man. He's a good leader. And you know, off of that dime that Mason Mount gave off the corner, I mean, what, what else can you say? When you're cornering, you just Uh, hope for the best, right? Well, it was it was calculated, man. He yeah. he saw it. He he asked for the math. run. Yeah, I yeah. mean, sh- the guy's a proper player. He's gonna come good. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's, it's starting to sound <laughs> like those guys. Sheesh. Uh, but yeah, standard game. Good good game for Chelsea, maintaining points. So what's going on with the Werner's uh, uh, shooting boots? I don't know, man. I think uh, he's. We have to talk about that. I think for seventy million was that was that the price? Yeah, seventy yeah. million. Mm-hmm. But you know, how new- many excuses can can seventy million, like, how many excuses can you come up with for a player that that costs that much? Um, well, he's not the oldest yet. He's still maturing, quite young. New country, new league, better league, fast pace. But but one of his main qualities was his pace, his quickness. Yeah, yeah, but uh, more more so quickness in terms of, like, uh, being pressed off the ball, like, decision-making. Like, I don't know if his brain is up to par yet for that. And that's been the same issue with Havertz. I think if anybody deserves some some stick, it should be Havertz. Uh, Werner, everybody brings up his bottles, but nobody brings up his good moments. And he has, he, to be fair, he has some good ones. But, you know, he, he should be doing better, especially in terms of finishing chances. And I have him on my fantasy, like... I get pissed at him too, but I also realize that he actually does a lot more than just score. And um, you know, he does a lot of he does a lot of decoy runs. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. I'll say this too: he's probably more of a winger than a striker at times. You know, um, he plays like it. Yeah. yeah so, sure. 
I think Giroud is a better finisher for sure, and and that also comes with the fact that he's been in the league for most of his career now. I'm, I don't know if this is a popular opinion or or unpopular, whatever, but I think Giroud's an elite finisher. He's up there. He's up there for sure. Um, I think he has the best range in terms of a finisher. The best finisher, I mean, because I mean, he he will score headers and left right foot just off off like first touches, you know. Scorpion kicks. Yeah, shit like that. Um, he's not gonna get behind defenders like Vardy or Aubameyang, but he does like everything else. Really and he's well. a big boy. He's a big guy. Um, you know, he's kind of a, a tough to play against the way Harry Kane is tough to play against at times. You know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I rate him. I think he's good. And I think uh, there's a reason why he went on that stretch of scoring goals. And I think Frank Lampard should give him a little bit more love. He's he's giving Tammy Abram a lot of love. I, I would like to see that shared with uh, Giroud as well. But um, yeah, that was that was it for that match week or match weekend, I should say. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to this week, and then we'll discuss more football, more, 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 more Boxing Day, huh? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Leicester uh, City hosting Manchester United. That's a good one. Whoa! Yeah. It's a good one. It sucks that it's at 4.30. It does suck. I'm not going to watch I'm that, man. I'm probably not going to watch it. Nope. I would watch it. Like, it feels at 7 at least. But uh, I'll take uh, Manchester United. That's, you know, after a six a six goal thrill or six goals on their part, you have every right to believe it, right? But... Uh, Leicester just did beat one of the title favorites in quotes. I don't believe it. Pretenders in my book, but hey, Leicester, let's see what you're made of. This is a good challenge for you. United, old gunner, against your former defender, Slabhead, Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> I need I need a 2-1, a two-piece, two well-cooked. Vardy, yeah, let's make it happen. And I say that because they're playing at... Uh, the King Power Stadium. No fans allowed, unfortunately, still, unless you're in Merseyside. But anyways, that's none of my business. Always getting the favoritism. But, um, yeah, that's my prediction. I have Leicester winning. Barely. Not by much. I think it's a good game. I think. I was going to say 2-1 to one United. Mm. Yeah. I think it's just Leicester, they have, they have a pretty good attack. Madison is a factor. Um, you know, Harvey Barnes, Tielemans, Vardy. To be fair, Man United have a lot of weapons too. That's why I at least have them scoring one. But it can tip, it can teeter either way. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one's a tough one. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at a zero-zero draw either. Yeah, I don't want to call a draw though. I'm hoping for some goals. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it could United, definitely be a draw. United winning two to one. Yeah. Next right. match. Aston Villa, Crystal Palace. Villa's gonna win this one, I think. Yeah, I have Villa winning as well. Mm, I say like two nil. Something like that. Yeah. Fulham versus Southampton. Yeah, have Southampton win. Yeah. Uh, Why not? Yeah, not by much, though. Truthfully, Fulham Fulham has been playing good. This is going to be one of those difficult games. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I wouldn't be surprised if Southampton bottles it and loses. Yeah, it's in... I was going to say it's in their DNA, but they do tend to lose to, like, lesser teams and overperform with the better teams. Yeah. But, you know, this is so unpredictable, but Fulham's on a good run. They've been drawing, 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 winning. Or they won one. They're drawing a few. We'll see. We'll see. I think um, they're not as bad as we previously thought. But, yeah, Yeah. I'll take Southampton as a safe bet if I had to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, ooh, Arsenal versus Chelsea. Yep. 
It's a good one. Another London-based uh, rivalry. Arsenal. Ah oh, man, I I like. It's like I'm hoping. I kind of root for them, right? But I I I have I have some skin in Chelsea as well. You know, Pulisic and and my guy Werner too. Maybe I'm rooting for him too because he's on my fantasy. But I think obviously Chelsea are having the better season. But. You know, this would be a big result for Arsenal if they could win against Chelsea. But I think they have to win this one. Yeah, you know, for sure, for sure. But they have, they have to. I'm gonna go with my brain and not my heart, and I'm gonna say Chelsea. And I'm gonna say like one nil. Yeah, you know, I don't it's think not it's not gonna be a, a a barn burner for by any means. Not at uh, all. Not at all. But I'll take Arsenal one zero as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manchester City hosting Newcastle. Ah oh, man. Uh, these games annoy the fuck out of me, man. I already know how Steve Bruce is going to play. But, you know, I'm going to take my team 1-0. I'll take a Manchester City 3-0. It's possible, but but I don't know, man. I just know how Newcastle is going to play us. and But, you know, 3 nils definitely. I feel not. like City's going to score within 10 minutes, and then... That's the key, really, bro. we got to score early and score first. If that's done, we can definitely go 3-0. But I just see us struggling the whole first half and maybe nicking one in, like, the 60th, 70th. I see some De Bruyne magic to Gabriel Jesus and uh, probably in the eighth minute or so. To be fair, Kevin De Bruyne balls out against has balled out against a lot of teams, but for some reason against Newcastle, he just it's like when Luis Suarez would play Norwich, like <laughs> yeah, this yeah, foot yeah. just goes in on Newcastle. He scored every kind of belter on them: left foot, right foot, outside the box, inside the you know. Con las nalgas. Con las nalgas. Con el well, el wahoo. Bueno, <laughs> the, old. <laughs> the old wahoo. But not yet could be three no i'm gonna say one no just because that's how we've been winning lately man but anyways a, a, a dub nonetheless three points which is what we need easy as you like easy as you like in it sheesh i don't know why that makes me laugh Shelfie. Uh, sheffield united oh no man no we can't do this to sheffield bro. nah <laughs> fucking sheffield bro <laughs> oh, fuck, nah. man. everton's taking that one man a brace from calvert lewin oh i hope so yeah i could use that and uh, and you said three 0 or two 0 uh, No, I haven't said a score yet. Oh, okay. But I'm I'm getting a brace from Calvert Lewin. And then like a goal for Yari Mina. Uh, uh, shit, <laughs> man. Uh, Lucas Digne. Why not? Uh, hey, he's he's a nice player. He's a good like player, him. man. Yeah, he's solid. Uh, but no, I, I honestly I don't know. But I think it's gonna be a routing. Yeah, I'll say like two 0 Everton. Yeah, I don't think teams are that afraid of. Everton's attack as they sh- as they could be mm-hmm. versus like the bigger teams like Chelsea or uh, Manchester City or Liverpool. Tottenham. So they don't draw back as much, but mm-hmm. yeah, Calvert Lewin, man, as you say, he's a factor. He is. He is, man. There's a reason why he's up there in, in the scoring tallies right now. And if he has his noggin on right, and if Everton pick up their fucking slack, he can maybe make a run, a dart for that Golden Boot. Salah seems like he's probably going to be the favorite right now. but me, me, at 11, so. man. He's, he's not too far off. He's right on his neck. And, and you know, the thing about Everton is really most of the goals filter through him. Like, he pretty much puts the finishing touches always. So. Either he's linking up mm-hmm. or, yeah, doing it, like you said, putting a little ball on it and uh, mm-hmm. finishing it. It's interesting because Ancelotti, with his Italian style, somehow manages to work with two striker-type players, forward-type players, and Richarlison and... And uh, Calvert Lewin, and it seems to work. You know what they're doing offensively. They still lost a lot of games. I think more for defensive errors and bad luck. But yeah, it's gonna be a fun match. Everton for sure should clap those cheeks. 
those so, blades. Yeah, yeah. Clapping the blades, cheeks. Yes, sir. Leeds versus Burnley. Whoa. Oh, fuck. I hope Leeds smacks them. Me too. I say 4 0. Yeah, let's do that. 4 0. Let, 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 let's do that. I, I hate Burnley. Yeah. Goals from uh, Bamford, Harrison. I hope I never see them on my television set ever again. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> I hope they get relegated to League Two. I don't give a shit. Strange bunch, isn't it? West Ham hosting Brighton. Yeah, hammers, huh? They're going to be feeling some type of way after yeah. that loss. Hammers are going to be hammered for Boxing Day, so they'll be able to recover. Yes, sir. And You'd hope so. Do something against Brighton. Liverpool hosting Brest, West Brom. Come on, son. Come on, son. Yeah, it's Liverpool, isn't it? It's uh, Allardyce, isn't it? Sheesh. Yeah, um, 3-0 at the very least. Could be more. Yeah, yeah. Might I be agree. less. I agree. And then uh, Wolves... Hosting Tottenham. Whoa. That's, that's a, a good, good match. One. Yeah, it's not a bad one. Two to one, Tottenham. Hmm. Yeah, I, I have a a one one draw. <laughs> Maybe that's wishful thinking, but they'll be lucky not to come out with the loss on this one. I'll just say that. Okay. So wait. Wait, what? There's a quick turnaround on Monday? That can't be right. Nah, it, it's it's probably a mistake. Can't be right. I mean, if City play on Boxing Day, how can they play in two days? Pep would lose his marbles. Are they makeup games? Could be. No, nah, man. I think uh, I think that's legit. <laughs> so we'll we'll talk about that now. We guess we have I, to. I, we have to, right? Yeah. So Monday, there's a quick turnaround. I don't know if that's right, man. I don't think so, man. I don't think so. It would have been mentioned in the press by now. The coaches would have been heated. Let's look it up. Boxing Day fixtures. I know what will show me the Premier League app. Okay, so. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, because teams aren't supposed to be playing two days later. That That just never happens. Sometimes it's three days. Right. Oh, what the yeah, but uh, uh, let's see here. Sounds like you have the scoop. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it. Um, so let's see, Sunday. No man, yeah. It's legit. <laughs> it's legit, dude. Oh shit. That's a bitch, man. That's not cool because players get injured because of that shit. Yeah, that's abusive. Yeah, but but the. Uh... The that, FA prides themselves mm-hmm. in, in that sort of shithousery. And you know what I remember? That's the thing. Like, they always do that on Boxing Day. Like, they there's a succession of games until New Year. Like, if you look at it, there's literally going to be games the 26th, the 27th, 28, 29, 30, nonstop. Just games, games. But they're only grouped in about four or four teams playing a day. So, yeah, man, I guess it is. So, fuck uh, it. Fuck it. Let's talk about it. Um, I, I hate this, honestly. Yeah, it's just too much. It's too much to digest. Yeah. We're going to miss games, truthfully. We're, miss games. We're human. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Leicester. I'll take Leicester. Yeah. Um, yeah, Crystal Palace. I don't really have too much faith in them. Chelsea versus Aston Villa. That's a good match. It's a good one. Um, I'll take Aston Villa on that one. I'll take a 2-2 draw. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's going to be a high-octane game. Two sides trying to go I'll for it. I'll take a 2-1 win. I, Aston Villa. I think Grealish is going to have a mount on the string. Kind of like the way that Podence did Havertz, but I don't know. And then and then he's going to point to the Raptors because Southgate's surely going to be in, in attendance. I he's hope gonna so. He's going to point at him. He's going to take off his shirt Messi style and pull it, point his, pull it yeah. off. 
and then give them two big fucking middle fingers. Ah, oh, man. I think Foden should do that next, too, by the way. But we'll talk about that later. And then put put uh, put uh, Mason Mount in a headlock and give him a nuggie. A nuggie? Yeah, <laughs> sheesh. Anyway, uh, Everton hosting Manchester City on the quick turnaround. That's a good one. Whoa. I think City have the squad depth to see this one out. I mean, you saw, like, the, the team we played against Arsenal. Like, yeah. we're able to just, like, cycle our team right now. Thankfully, we, our injury bug isn't too bad as in previous years. I could see us winning this, like, 2-0. I see a draw. Could be, yeah. One, I'm, one draw. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be ashamed at a draw. Hockey, double hockey sticks, man. Somehow I feel more confident going up against bigger teams than I do smaller teams. It's Because you know they'll go after it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd hope so, at least. One one draw, man. I don't know if I'm sure about that, but I'll I'll stick with it. Yeah, eighth. Fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> Brighton versus Arsenal. Yeah, Gunners. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Oh, I hope so. Come bro. on, man. You can't lose to Brighton. They did lose to Burnley, to be fair. I know, but you can't lose to Brighton. Not nah, everybody nah. beats Brighton. Yeah. And they somehow have more points than Sheffield United. I feel like they've been worse. Anyway, uh, Burnley versus Sheffield. Oh my God. Couldn't pay me to watch that one. We don't kidding. care. Uh, I'll go Sheffield. I, I say double hockey stick. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm saying donuts. Goose eggs. Goose eggs. Yeah. I'll just give it a Sheffield 1-0. Cheeky nick and draw. Smash and grab. All right. Fine. Fuck it. Southampton. It's, it's funny to say smash and grab against Burnley. I know, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, they're, it's just they're both so shy. You die by the sword, you live by, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Exactly. Southampton versus West Ham. That's so good because, the, you know, they're the blades. Anywho. Oh! Yeah, that was good wordplay. I just thought about it uh, when you mentioned that. But yeah, the next match is going to be a banger too, though. Uh, that's a good match. West Southampton Fuck. versus West Ham. I'll give it to Southampton. Same. I, I think they have more talent. Not by a lot, but a little. You know, they have Ward Prowse, Ings. Uh, you know, they're just Where's Mikel Antonio? Is he... he just hasn't came back. I don't know what was wrong. Um, he also kind of lost his place because... Uh, uh, Sebastian Haller is playing pretty well right now. He had that hell of a bicycle kick last and week. Ghazi Ghazi or whatever. Fuck. Yeah, Ghazi and and Ben Rama has been f- playing. Ben Rama, well. that's that's the dude. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it should be a good one though. Yeah. West Ham, but I'll still take Southampton. I think they still have a better squad. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one for me, but I'll take Southampton too. Barely, yeah, barely. not by much. Yeah, it's a cl- it's a close one. I, I hesitate to give a score on that one. <laughs> West Brom versus Leeds, man. Leeds, yeah. Leads, 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 leads. Yeah, they'll have two wins in a row this week. And then uh, Manchester United versus Wolves. Oh, That's a good one. Wow. Okay. Okay, I see you. I got a 2-2 draw. Whoa. Yeah, mate. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at that, to tell you the truth. It wouldn't, it's not a shame when you draw the Wolves either, but yeah, even though they're not at their best right now. They're not at their best, but... I have I have a 2-2 leaning towards a like, United if you're, if you're in third place right now, yeah. as you, Manchester United is... You should be beating them. And with the talent that they have, Rashford, Martial. Uh, what's the chat for Martial? Come on, Tony Marshall. <laughs> I forget the rest, but yeah. it's that wild, wild song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if I was a United fan, I'd know it, but I know all the city chants. So I don't know the United ones. It's fine. I like that one, though. Come on, Tony Marshall. Anyway, ah man, yeah, I love have a lot more talent, man, and uh, I, think, uh, <laughs> I think United can uh, can see this one out three to one. I I, I still have, have like a two two draw, but leaning towards United, maybe winning three. And two. Wolves are leaky. 
Yeah, they are leaky. They are leaky. I'm not gonna lie. But Podense, huh? Uh, Man, I love watching that cat play. He's so good. Uh, Bruno and McTominay. Oh, McTominay's a prick, man. I don't know, man. Tottenham versus Fulham. Oh, come on. London Derby. Come on, you Spurs. Dempsey's former teams clash off. Legend Dempsey. No. Um, He could be a Fulham legend. Maybe. Which reminds me, I was watching this funny meme video and some guys in the barbershop. I'll show it to you after. It's hilarious, by the way. It's like a COVID prank, but the guy's wearing like the randomest jersey. I'm like, no way, that's Fulham. And it's an older one. It still had the, they had the Mikasa sponsorship. He takes off his jacket and it says Dempsey in the back. I was like, no raw. That's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Tottenham should win this. I, I, I'll give them credit. I'll give them a win, finally. I feel like it's been a few weeks where I've been like, draw, draw, lose. I think they'll win this comfortably, too. They have to. If they don't, though, it wouldn't be out of their characteristic. <laughs> you know, it's weird because uh, I forgot what team. Newcastle they drew to. Um, I West, forgot Ham. West Ham. It's just they struggle, but I, I think they should see this one out. If they don't, then yeah, it's time to worry for Jose, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle hosting Liverpool. Yeah, I have Liverpool there. Yeah. You have to, right? Yeah, yeah. Another 3-4-0. I don't know. Like I I, I just I don't think they're as bad as Palace, but Newcastle. I think I think Palace is better than Newcastle. I think Newcastle is better defensively. Uh, I think uh, Crystal Palace has better Fair. forward going forward. Like Fair. obviously, fucking Zaha and e- and Easy and even Ben Tecker's finally reaching his form. Sure. But yeah, I mean, I regardless, it's not gonna matter if Liverpool are gonna win. I agree with you. Um, okay. Yeah, easy. they're gonna get more more points on that differential. All right, so that's it for um, Prem, which I feel like we've gone on for a good while. Yeah, a lot of fixtures to be fair. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so let's go back to La La Liga and uh, talk about what's happened there. Athletic Bilbao finally gets a win over Huesca. Yes, sir. Two to zero. Atletico beats Elche, Atletico Madrid, that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, continue on their stomp towards towards uh, first place. Yeah. They had a hiccup a couple weeks back. Don't want to bring that up again. Yeah, they're finding their form. They're finding their form, and they still got a game in hand, too, no? Two. Sheesh. Over uh, second place, which is Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. They're tied on points, but yeah. they have two games in hand, which is huge. Six points. Yeah. Potentially. I mean, they have they just have good talent, man. Like they're you, deep. Yeah, deep and. I I honestly don't know what Barcelona was thinking, letting go of uh, Suarez. Had to be a money issue to me, for me. I know, but it's only logic. It's only logic because he's still like finishing at a top level. He, he's Classy still a level. top player. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he scores a brace. Diego Costa gets his little penalty. Elche. You know, Madrid have been really hard to score on Atletico. So for them to concede, you know, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's especially against a side like Elche, you know. Yeah. You're so not expected to. That, that's a that's kind of weird. But either way, they went 3-1. to one, Supposed to win. And uh, it's a good win. Totally. Gives them first place again. And uh, they move on. Uh, Barcelona versus Valencia. You know, this is more even in terms of competition. Currently, yeah. They're both mid-table teams. 
It's kind well, of weird to say that about Barcelona. For now, for now. Let, let's, let's have some respect. Respect, <laughs> eh? Uh, a goal for Messi. Is he, and they asked him, are you after another Pichichi this year? He said, I don't care about the Pichichi. I'm after the big one. Wants the league title. Not going to happen, but I thought that was cool. Anyways. So, <laughs> does that mean that he's been looking for the Pichichi all along? No, no. I don't Can we think infer so. that from his comments? I mean... I was just kidding. I think he's he's just that. I'm ESPNing that shit. He's good. He's good. But <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. Like they they should still be beating Valencia, truthfully. But Valencia have managed to actually find a new identity with the new set of players that are from their academy as well. So they've been able to if you know, mold them. If I'm Peter Lim's daughter, I'm flipping everybody off. Yeah, and I'm hitting me up after. What's up? <laughs> I'm, You're hitting, I'm hitting get, me get, up. <laughs> get, get, give me a posi- give me a position in the club, man. <laughs> Fuck. On God, just don't let me get in there, man. I'll get all of the USMNT in there. Sheesh, Yunus Musa. Nah. But yeah, I um, you know, it's like it's weird to say. You're right. Like it's they're two mid-table teams, and it's a good result for Barca in the grand scheme. But should be doing better. Yeah, definitely. Um, you shouldn't be drawing with Valencia. Yeah, and uh, anyways, I mean, enough about that. Point split, um, points dropped really for both clubs. Yes. Um, but yeah, then and the next game was a shocker for me. Levante beating Sociedad. Uh, Sociedad continues their their slide. That's that was seven games in a row without a win. Yeah, they're unlucky. They, I mean, I shouldn't say that it's not luck, but they scored first. They did their thing. They got hit really quick late, like after the goal, and then the whole time, Levante sat back. Kind of, I did get to watch this one. And then, um, you know, late in the game, uh, Levante gets the smashing grab goal to get all three points. Starting, to, I would start to get worried if I saw see that because that's a few. That's actually a good grip of bad results consecutively. Um, not all of them have have been losses, but some draws in between. And when you're actually trying to get those top spots in in, in La Liga, that's crucial, you know. Which is crazy because they're still in third place as we speak. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you, mate. They're they're still in uh, yeah third place with twenty six points. Mm-hmm. Speaks to how well they were doing before. They started really hot, they really hot. really hot, but yeah. now they've cooled off considerably. And uh, I don't know. They they should worry. I don't think they're gonna finish in a Champions League spot. I think uh, Europa probably for them. If that, yeah. Yeah, if that. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, I, I'd be worried if I was a Sociedad fan. Yeah, I um, mean... they All 87 of them. They've, they've been in worse places, to be fair, like yeah, in past oh, seasons. Well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like they're just happy to be there. Yeah, 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 you're right. But, you know, I guess for from what... More, from where they started, though? Yeah, for sure. Like, you would be... If I was a Sociedad fan, I'd be like, we, this is our year. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like sure. Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool fans the last Fuck, 30 yeah. years i actually can't kind of warmed up to them but yeah because they of, were annoying because of their style and yeah i kind of and then like you know their players too like i guess watching andy robertson and trent take the piss i don't know i relate to the guys they're they're lads right they're, yeah like they're they're like like they, they, you they can f- hang out with them exactly yeah exactly and then next match but like, can you hang out with jordan henderson uh, nah, he he'd probably want to get me out of the country pretty fast uh, with his Brexit ass. Anyways, is he? Ah, uh, he's from Sunderland. I can only assume. Well, <laughs> that's that's me uh, playing devil's assuming, advocate. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Whoa. I would. I am into the same things that Trent 
Arnold is into, but I'll discuss that on for the other pod. <laughs> uh, nah, too soon, too soon. Anywho. Uh, yeah, uh, Osasuna versus Villarreal. Oh, this was a funny match because uh, Sevilla won. I mean, they were winning for most of the match. Ocampo scores the penalty, celebrates it, you know, hard as fuck because he doesn't really score too often. Of course. And uh, <laughs> they end up losing in the 87th, or not losing, but drawing to Valladolid kind of feels like a loss is my point for a club of the stature of Sevilla. Drop points, crucial drop points, and that's what makes me not feel so bad for Sociedad too because... I'll never feel bad for uh, for Sevilla. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Reguilon did good there, man. He kind of made did. me warm up to them. Little, can't forget about club legend ever, Banega. Jesus Navas. No, no, tío, sí. Son jugadorazos, eh? But, yeah. Uh, kind of a boring game, though, to be fair. It's Sevilla, mate. It's Sevilla. They're not always going to wow you, are they? I mean, they did concede four to Chelsea, for fuck's sake. So, <laughs> sheesh. Anywho, uh, next match, Celta beating Alaves. I think we predicted that. Uh, Celta was coming off of that big win previous to this one where they dropped like four goals on... I forgot who they dropped four on. Oh, Betis, wasn't it? I yeah, they beat, um, they beat Cadiz. Oh, Cadiz, Cadiz. It was pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then uh, we have Granada beating Betis 2-0. Damn, Betis just continuing. Betis and Cadiz are just dropping right now. Next yeah. match, Getafe beating Cadiz 2-0. Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. And then Real Madrid. Los papas. Right, rightfully winning against Abar. Um, You know, goals from, from all, you know, different quadrants of the field. I think that's impressive and good to watch. Um, And then, you know, off of this game, it's been feeding off into the following game. So I think it's they're in a good position right now. The best position they've been in all season. The question is, can they keep it up? I don't know. I can't. All the whole month of December has been excellent for Madrid. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't really see it slowing down. It's not like, it's not like we're lucky. I feel like everyone's actually playing to their level now. Cross, mm-hmm. amazing. His passing is a lot sharper. His decision making is a lot sharper. Modric, he's on another level right now, man. He's he's in the top eleven right now. Uh, all all uh, all Europe. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess global, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benz, everything he's doing, his decision making, his dribbling, his finishing, he's finally putting it together again. Mm-hmm. Lucas Vasquez, to me, most improved player. I mean, I don't know if if they give out that award. But he's <laughs> That'd be interesting. So good, and then adding Carvajal back into the lineup is is giving uh, giving us another dimension, and we play so much better when he's on the team. Honestly, like. When we're missing him, that team is lacking. It's a big gap, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a steep drop-off. Yeah. And everyone's putting it together. Valverde or Casemiro, whoever's in the middle. Casemiro's been huge this season. He's been so good. So, so good. Rodrigo, he's been surprising me. Yeah, I mean, he's like the third best Rodrigo in world football. But, I mean, you know, you have the one at Leeds, the one at City, and then... Yeah, that bum at Madrid. There's a tractor. Nah, just there's kidding. A, there's, there's a, a tractor. pretender. There's a pretender. And then... From uh, Valencia. <laughs> For uh, real. Uh, he was like a Cristian Soler at one point. <laughs> yeah. And uh, let's not insult him. Let's uh, not insult him. Man. He's got yeah. a few goals this season. He's got some and dignity. free play. Yeah, yeah. He's got some dignity. <laughs> to be fair, he's he's plays for a better manager, I'd say. Yeah. Slightly. I mean, I do like Valencia's manager, to be fair. Um, Fred, his name. 
Yeah, I don't know. But anywho. Uh, so the whole team, from top to bottom, we're just oh, yeah. performing. We're doing well. We're attacking really well. I mean, this match could have easily been 5-6-0. 5-6-1. Yeah. So no, totally. the goal that they scored. Because Kike, what a fucking goal. Yeah. That was, that was a nice shot. You just gotta okay. take off your hat to yeah, that. Yeah, like that's the one where you stand up and clap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, you're like fuck. Yeah, you're, you're like Alonzo Mourning. Like fuck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like wow. Yeah. Like there's not much you can do about that. Yeah. No matter who you are. So yeah, what a goal. He'll probably and, be bragging about that to his kids. Oh yeah, too. no, I would too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Madrid is looking so good, and um, I'm happy that we're finally fucking. Like I, earlier, I said that Liverpool's one of the hottest teams. Um, Man, uh, Real Madrid is. Up there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's strange to say, isn't it? Because there's been moments where Madrid has started even hotter than they have this season. And, you know, clearly because they started kind of rough in the beginning. And and we'll touch on this later maybe, but it's just Europe is so up and down right now. There's, yeah. there's no clear. Yeah. It's, you know how some years you could be like, for sure, that's the best team in Europe right now. It's not It's not really. It's hard. But I think if I, if I had to pick any, Liverpool and Real Madrid, for sure, up there. I'll... You know, I can't really think of anybody else, you know. Yeah, no, of course. Um, Yeah, I, I like how we look, man. I guess Atletico, we have to respect. Uh, yeah, no, Atletico, Real Madrid, Liverpool. Yeah. Um, I, I would include Tottenham, but the past three games have kind of less yeah, than yeah, that no, for yeah, me. Yeah, no, I totally understand that. I can't even right say now. Bayern because I don't think they're leading their league. They're not. Uh, they might be, oh, but barely. AC Milan, respect. AC Milan, yes. I respect yeah, because them. they're undefeated. We'll talk about them so, yeah, when we get to So, you know, to you're it. talking about four clubs that are, I think, right now above and beyond everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that could change. But I feel like Real Madrid's starting yeah. like, to be where they're supposed to be. It's kind of like, a you know, those flatline Mustangs are great for the, like, straightaway. They start slow, but once they hit their top speed, they, they fucking... Yeah. You know they they reach that top speed and maintain it. So I think that's what's gonna happen yeah, with Madrid. I feel like everyone's waking up, and if and if we can get Hazard on the same like wavelength, yeah. Olvídate, papá. Ooh man, that's a big ask though. That is a tall order, but it could happen though. It, yeah, just... I mean if it, it ha- he hasn't shown it, but if if he can show that he's about it, hey, number fourteen on the way. Sheesh. We'll see. We'll <laughs> anyway, see. Uh, so moving on from Madrid and Neymar. There was games on Tuesday, which were tough to keep up with, so we'll just run through them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Elche versus Otasuna. 2-2 two two draw. Pretty interesting. Uh, Valencia versus uh, Sevilla. Mm-hmm. Sevilla wins 1-0. They keep winning. There you go. Huesca versus Levante. Double hockey sticks 1-1. One one. Mm-hmm. Interesting match here. Real Sociedad versus uh, Atlético. Mm-hmm. And again, Sociedad would lose two in a row. Big points for Atlético. Top team. Yeah. Hard, to, hard to... No, no, yeah. Hard it's, to shit on them for That's it. a tough one. But if they're going to be a contender, as they thought they would be, they got to do something here. And they didn't. They got they got shut out. Mm-hmm. Atlético is the best team in, in Spain right now. Fine. Yeah, currently. But, um, they got whooped like the little brother that they are. Ah... <laughs> the table though Yeah, little bro man <laughs> Table Nah I was gonna do the The Matt Miazga Ah That's great ah, Nah But uh, that could all change You know And then Barcelona Beats Valladolid I will say Brilliant assist From Des to Brathwaite Who's picking up form Living up to that number 9 Obviously nowhere near Suarez But hey He's just glad to be there Oh yeah For sure <laughs> For sure Um his former one, team too, by the way. Forget yeah. that. Yeah. Um. One notable thing, though, mm-hmm. 
Messi overtakes Pelé as the leading goal scorer for one team. Right, right. Did hear about that. Man. You just have that, to that, that's, take off that's your hat. legendary. To... You got to stand up, clap, uh, give him his credit. It reminds me of like when Kobe scored, uh, you know, that the the basket to pass Michael Jordan and everybody stopped the game and was just like clapping for him and give him the game ball. He signs it. That's how I feel about that. But it's even better because Messi's the best, you know, of all time, in my opinion. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, it's just a testament to how great he is. Uh, I think Gary Lineker had a great quote where he's like, if anybody ever even dreamed of reaching Messi's heights, they'd have to average at least 45 goals a season for 15 seasons. How crazy do you think? I mean, Ronaldo, respect to what he did as well. I don't think we'll ever see anybody reach that in our lifetime. I hope I'm wrong, though, because I love to watch beautiful football. That's what Messi has brought to uh, to viewers. And, you know, obviously, if you're uh, an opposition fan, you know, it's hard to, like, you know, I understand that it's hard For to For a long time, that. I didn't want to give him his credit, but... Yeah, I mean, he's just so good. Looking back, it's like I, I, I was too busy um, trying to discount that or, or trying to shit on him mm-hmm. instead of appreciating him. And now that I do watch him, it's... It's coming to an end for him, you know. Yeah. He's not nowhere near as hot as he used to be in past seasons. So even like two, three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Messi is. We're never gonna see that again. I don't think it's gonna be, you know, a long time. And, and to pass Pele, who really is like for everybody, it's like, like it's like by default the gold standard. I don't necessarily think he's the best of all time, but no, but he, he's on the list for sure. You have to appreciate what he did, even though he didn't take his game global. That's gonna be the asterisk, in my opinion. Yeah, that's why I never, I never um, put him up there. Yeah, I always rank Cruyff or, or and, um, Maradona over him, but um, Sheesh. either way, for for Messi to do that, to be, like you said, like Jordan, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Those guys are synonymous with fucking mm-hmm. goat status. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, for it, sure. It's uh. It, you and have to respect it. 100%. Respect it, and and but just imagine though, because Appreciate. great goal scorer reaching that tally and also amassing all those assists. Granted, he's been very very lucky. To but man, he hasn't won a World Cup. I know, I know. People will tell you that. I will say though, he's been I lucky. I say that sarcastic. I know, yeah, yeah, I know. But he's been lucky to play with great teammates though. Let's be honest. Like, oh yeah, th- yeah of course, throughout all those years, and I'm sure that's helped Xavi, a lot. Xavi, Iniesta, Iniesta, David Villa. David Villa. I mean, they had a great partnership and. Uh, and the, as forwards, almost like Luis Suarez, though. Luis Suarez was his best teammate, in my opinion, in terms of goal scoring and well, the, creativity. You, you can't forget the, the little the that little run with uh, Neymar, Messi, and Oh, Suarez. man, that was, that was... It was fun to watch. It was beautiful to watch. I kind of hated it, though, because those were years where City were, was really starting to creep up and get far in the Champions League, and then they'd come and just fucking demolish us, you know? But they were there was no answer for them. And Messi being the best player from that front three just tells you everything you need to know. So, yeah, credit to Messi. And, uh, you know, these next years, I'm going to just sit back and enjoy him wherever he does decide to go. I wouldn't be mad to have him in Manchester. I don't think it's going to happen, but we'll see. I hope I hope he leaves. Yeah, I think he will, bro. I, I don't think he's staying, man. If he stays, although his quotes lately have been worrying, though. It's, I know. It's they're, like, kind of, they're kind of bitch-ass, though. Let's be, <laughs> let's be real. Like, they're kind of bitch-assery. But he's loyal. He uh, he's lo- he's humble. He's humble. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, 101. Like Iñaki. Iñaki Williams, man. <laughs> what, what a name, huh? He has a record, too. He, he's getting close to the record of most games like consecutively played. Yeah, without missing. He has those good genes, man. Tell me. Oh, I mean, by default. Whoa. Let's be real. Yeah, this Bow has very stringent, you know, rules on who they let play. Mm-hmm. Racist. Yeah, low-key. Oh, I don't want to say that. Whoa. It's crazy, huh, how they only play, like, Spanish players. It's the same thing with Chivas. Basque players, yeah. And they both red and white stripes. Hey. Like the shirt you're wearing now. Yeah. Wow. Madrid. Griezmann, too. Just to add insult to injury. Yeah. To hey. Who, I don't know. Uh, uh, versus fans. Celta Vigo. Double <laughs> hockey sticks. One to one. Yes. Real Madrid continuing their march towards. Uh, another title. Uh, it's too early to say, isn't it? But It is. But. Then, but. I will I think say, we're on our way. Yeah. Atletico have it in their blood to bottle it. Possibly, I mean, to be fair, out besides Barca and, and Madrid, they're the only other team to win it. When when Atletico play their first match, uh, that's in hand mm-hmm. to a draw. Well, that's when we'll that's when that's things. We'll yeah, but even then, you know, it, it's just such a long season, and then we we would have to infer that Madrid's gonna go on like a ten game win streak or something. I don't know. We're at six. I don't know. I mean, it's possible though, but I just don't know. Like, I haven't seen that from any team in the world right now. Ten games straight, yeah, of, of winning. It's like yeah, just, yeah, just straight wins. wins. They're straight wins. No, I know, but I'm saying I haven't seen any team do it yet this season, so I don't, I don't know if Madrid will do it, but it would be impressive for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Alaves hosting Eibar, two to one win, fair credit. And then the two teams that we were talking about that were like not getting points: Betis versus Cadiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, one one nil win from. Uh, from Betis. Yeah, yeah. Cadiz is, they cooled off, but, you know, they're actually falling to the position where they were really supposed to be. Yeah. And I still think they'll stay in the league, and that's the important part. Yeah. I can't wait for fans to be back, because I want, I want the fans to enjoy this team in the, in, I was about to say Premier League, in, the, in La Liga, because, you know, that's, that's the whole, that's what it's all about. Yeah. But, um, uh, anyway. Yeah, so, like, we're done with the La Liga, we're done with the Prem. We'll just get into, like, outside things out of football. Um, so let's start off with, uh, let's see here. So yeah, let's just talk about, uh, things that have transpired throughout the week. Um, for example, uh, the best 11 from FIFA was announced right. and uh, the, the men's best, I guess we should start from there mm-hmm. was announced. Um, Robert Lewandowski. Yeah. One wins the best, the men's best of the year. And mm-hmm. truthfully, he should have got the Ballon d'Or, but France was being a little petty, I think. Yeah, but because the league was ended, uh, how do you feel about that? It sounds like you're a little doubtful there. I'm just not a big Lewandowski fan. Really? I don't think he's as good as Messi. I don't think he's as. I mean, Ronaldo right now in his state, maybe maybe he is, but like I I don't think he's better than those players. I think circumstantially because his team won. All, all that they won, the league, the Champions League. Yeah, he's going to be up there being their leading goal scorer. That's nice. But I think for, I, I understand why they, they're not giving the Ballon d'Or because this, this doesn't even feel like a real season. And I hate to say that because it's it sounds like, it, you know, it, it, dimin- grapes. it diminishes what other teams have accomplished. But, yeah, I mean, he can take that award and enjoy it, but it's no Ballon d'Or, and you remember that, all right? All right, uh, you Byron fans and uh, and you all you lot, all you uh, Lewandowski truthers, because people are always on about him that he gets so underrated. 
he's good. But I wouldn't I, say he's underrated, no. No, no. Uh, but people say that, like people say, oh, he doesn't get the proper recognition. He should be up there with Messi, so, like you know the the Bayern sympathizers. I don't agree with that, and I think if there's a lot of players who are good, I mean, look at Serge Gnabry. He goes to Bayern and starts doing bits. Not saying that that's like, oh, that's anything, right? But um, I don't know, man. I think it's fine that he gets the best player. I'm I'm okay with him not getting the Ballon d'Or. That's just how I feel, man. I I feel like they're the same award. It is, it is in grand in the grand scheme, but uh, without fans and without you know the proper atmosphere, it's just it just makes sense not to give that you know. But um, I don't know, I don't know what your thoughts are on it. The Ballon d'Or is a French prize, and it's always been regarded as the highest prize individually. Yeah, in world football, yeah. Yeah, but in in the grand scheme of things, it means you're the best player, and they gave FIFA gave the best player to Lewandowski. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel wrong. I don't. I just don't think he's the best player in the world. I guess that's the best way to put it. Okay. But based based off achievements, yeah. It's say if he doesn't win if the anyone, Champions if League, if anyone were to have gotten it for the last season, mm-hmm. because the way I see these year end awards, it it should be given to you like right when the season ends, right? Yeah, that's the way it should be. So done. based based on your, I guess criteria, who mm-hmm. who would you have given it to? I, I I need a lot more time to think about it because I this well, season I mean, we've had since the end of the season. I know, but you're putting it on the spot for me. Oh, I, I see, I, I the see, thing okay. is, the the season was started, it was halted, and it was brought back with no fans. It just doesn't feel like a real season to mm-hmm. me. Oh, I see. To me, so I haven't even thought about it from that I perspective. Think you, I think football's been in its purest when it's not marred by VAR. Not I I feel like football is so different now, and it's been tough to enjoy it at times, truthfully. But I I've had to adapt, and but this season and this year in general, even beyond football, has been shit. Like yeah. it's just been shit. I mean, I'm I haven't enjoyed it, but um, yeah, you know, I think like I said, it's circumstantial, and and like they said, you know, if if you put Lukaku at at Bayern, he's doing bits too. You think he's doing the same thing as Lewandowski? Yeah. Oh shit. No, I don't know. That's I mean, I think it's just it's there for somebody just just to put the finishing touches. Wow, in a, in a league that's monopolized no, he by does Bayern. More than that, man. I, I disagree with that. Hey, man. Yeah, it's, it's all yeah. good, but you know he won't get the Ballon d'Or, and it's not all good. Officially, but it's it sucks. But it's not, you know. Yeah, it sucks, yeah, but it, yeah. But yeah. I don't think this this year deserved the Ballon d'Or. I I agree with that whole. I know it sounds petty and it sounds harsh on the French, but. I agree, man. I, I don't I don't think it was the proper season. You know, I don't even think the NBA season should have gone forward because of everything. It's just not the same thing. But, you know, it's it's sports and people need to see sports, so I get it. But I'm okay. I'm okay with it. He, I guess you could make a case that he deserved it. If anybody on Bayern deserved it, it was probably him. I'll say that. And that's what I hate is that it comes down to what trophies you want, not who is the best player based on who the player is. I feel like you have an idea of who it is. I like I said, I would have to have some statistical. Uh, I don't care backup. about stats. I, I care about who the best player is. Oh, okay, Neymar. I think Neymar is way better than him. I, I think De Bruyne had a better year than Neymar. Oh, but yeah, because Neymar was injured, and I think De Bruyne is better than Lewandowski too. And I think Mbappe is better than Lewandowski. Uh, Joao Felix, later, you know, he 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 just started to find his groove. You can make he a didn't case. Have a great season last season. No, la- no, not last season. I know. I'm saying now. But oh, now. I mean, now. Yeah, now, now it's not Lewandowski. Year in. He missed out. He missed out on the Ballon d'Or. He's never gonna get it again. Who? Uh, Lewandowski. Oh, Lewandowski. That was his last chance for a Ballon d'Or. Yeah, which is which sucks, but which I deserved. I don't know if I agree with that. Like I said, like I think uh, 
the Ballon d'Or should go to the best player, not based on what trophies they win. I think and it's not just strictly by goals. Because that's yeah. lately how it's been. And then, Except with Modric. And that's why Lewandowski won it because Which by that by the way, that year Ronaldo deserved it. I don't know. That's a tough one too. Because I don't know, that that year was a tough one, but I'm okay. I'm not e I wasn't even a big fan of Modric winning it either, by the way. But it's just it's just based on how far you get in competitions, right? But I don't know. Um he I guess you could say he is the best forward, but to say he's Ballon d'Or, I think there's better players walking right now that are better. Yeah. But you know I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Um, but yeah, man. Uh Lewandowski, let's see. I mean we should just go through the whole lineup, I guess, right? Oh, yeah, and then, yeah, I was about to say, let's move on to the best 11. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have Alisson somehow as the keeper mm-hmm. for the best 11, ignoring the fact that Neuer was huge, ignoring the fact that Courtois was the best keeper in La Liga. Yeah. In my opinion, should have been the keeper. Maybe that's me a little biased, but he's all the way in fifth place. There's no way Tristegan. Even Oblak or Alisson should be ahead of him. I think. I think if if you're gonna pick somebody ahead of of, of Courtois, it has to be Neuer. Uh, I don't know. That's one and two for me. Either way, um, I don't. Courtois know. was amazing last I season. I don't think Neuer he had was the most yeah clean sheets. I, I don't think Neuer was consistent enough for me to give him that. But I will gladly put Courtois and Oblak as one two, and then it's up for grabs from there, really. But I really like the uh, uh, Courtois saved the uh, Real Madrid season. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. The way the way that um you know, uh, De Gea has saved for United at times too, you know. Yeah. Um, but. Yep. But yeah, Allison, I, 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 you know, he won the the title in the best league in the world, so I I understand the logic behind it. And they had the best defense. Yeah, for sure. But we know. Well, I I'll, I'll give my opinion about the best eleven after we we talk about the best 11 um but right right it, uh, it have it, for me it's either um Neuer or, or Courtois mm-hmm. number one not Alisson Alisson is far by far yeah I don't think he's that good uh to be up there um and then I guess honestly like I told you actually I don't have too many problems with the lineup that was chosen I guess my only gripe was uh well, let's go by positions. Right, right, yeah. Um, let's see, I'm looking. Yeah, right so Alisson is the number one, the goal, the keeper. Um, right. Which again, I don't agree with, but then they got the defenders right. I think. Yeah, the defenders are are cool. I'm okay with the defenders. They got Sergio Ramos, uh, Van Dyke, Trent Arnold, and then um, Davies. Alfonso Davies. Yeah, yeah. Um. It's weird though because in the voting, they, it shows you who got top ten in every position, mm-hmm. and we didn't discuss who was after uh, Courtois. I don't think it really bears mentioning, but for the defenders, I think it does. Yeah, Alaba, number five. Jordi Alba somehow mm-hmm. showed up in someone's best ten left backs in the whole world. It's a pop. That's the thing about these awards. It's a popularity contest, and I Dani hate that. Alves? It's not about who's the best player. It's Dani Alves, did he even play? He's in Brazil. He's you know? in Brazil. It's, like for a bottom tier team. I don't yeah. know if I want to say bottom tier, but if we looked it up, I don't think they got a title. No, no. Um, number eight is Koulibaly. 
I, I'm okay with that. That's not bad. He had, he actually was like a breakout star. Yeah, and like he like for essence, like take away what club he plays for, what league he plays for, just the player. He's he like, he deserves to be there. Yeah, he's like the one that like jumped out from anybody. There's no one else in that in this whole top ten of every position that that made such a jump. Mm-hmm. And then rounding it out is uh, Thiago and uh, Robertson. Um, so yeah, it's not bad. Thiago Silva, I should say. Yeah, Thiago Silva. Yeah. And then for the midfielders, De Bruyne, mm-hmm. Thiago Alcantara, and uh, Joshua Kimmich, mm-hmm. which you can't really build a better midfield right now. It's hard to. It's hard to. It really is. Um, um, but close by were Bruno, Modric, Kante, uh, De Jong, Kroos, uh, Goretzka, and Casemiro. Which again, I think that's. I think that's fair. I'd take Algaretzka and put Papu Gomez in there. Um, I would I would consider Papu Gomez like more of a sh- an attack. But he plays in the midfield. He's a center attacking midfielder, much like De Bruyne. Uh, but it's it's tough. It's like you're splitting hairs there. Yeah, because uh, Goretzka was in ninth place. Yeah, so yeah. Papu Gomez. I mean, like, I, I yeah, it's tough. I, I, I would have considered Papu Gomez more of an attack, like in a striker position. Yeah, but he, the the strikers there were, you know, Muriel and um, forgetting their names at the moment. It's been so long now since I, I watched Atalanta. But I mean, he he does play a midfield position for Atalanta. It's worth officially. Mentioning. Yeah, he's just yeah. an attack. He's an attacking so, mid. He's not gonna be a holding mid. He, I, I feel like he had a position somewhere in the top ten in any of the positions. Yeah, I would even was but was Goretzka. Kat- Goretzka played really good. <laughs> He was really good. I, I don't. I, I mean, you know, Serie A, Bundesliga. There's not much splitting those those leagues. But there is there is a, a difference in the competitiveness of the leagues. That's clear for me, and that's why I even prefer Syria. But I mean, you know, it, it's a tough one. You know, I, I don't have a problem with Papu Gomez. I just would have preferred him in there because I feel like he deserves a mention. Um, he does because he's in already in the later s- stages of his career too. And I mean, if I were to pick like. So far, we've been going. So, let's say Courtois or for we me. We talk about competitiveness, but you, you Juventus has won it nine years in a row. Yeah, and that's why I'm not picking a Juve player. I'm picking a player in like the 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 lower you know lower teams. Um, I'm not. If I were to pick somebody from Bayern, it's just there's a reason why they're so good and why they achieve and win all these trophies. And I, we've talked about it before on the pod. But like say how you know we said Courtois, let's say let's just say for your case you said Courtois the best keeper. I'm gonna say Sergio Ramos was the defender of the year for me. Uh, you can make a shot for Alfonso Davies. That's a player who I think take off the jersey, take off who they play for. They're just a beast. For me, the best midfielder at the moment is De Bruyne. And then I guess this is a good moment to move on to the forwards. And this is this is where I had my biggest issues: Lewandowski, Ronaldo, Messi. I don't know. I I think Messi and Ronaldo, especially Ronaldo, they're they're not at the best moment in their in their career and they're just winning it off of their popular the popularity of their name. I yeah. st- I still think But but they still had really good numbers. I mean Ronaldo got outscored by Shiro Immobile. Um, Barely. on a on a on a worse team I might add Barely. too. On a wor- but on a worse team it's it, it, it's worth noting. Right, uh, but but I you, think you brought up their ages, right? And you brought up brought up like it's not the best moment, but Ronaldo is approaching thirty six. 
Yeah, yeah. And then Ibra, you know, Ibra's a beast too at his age. But I mean, like just taking that away. Yeah, he's 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 up there somewhere. Like I said, for me these these awards are more of a popularity contest and mm-hmm. that's why for me it's hard to take them too serious. It, it's tough to not have Chido Immobile somewhere, for sure. It's it's a joke. I mean, it's a joke. For me, for me, but you know, um, the one the one that I would take out if I were to take somebody out of the top 10 in that one is uh Slata oh yeah last season where was he i mean it's tough because he got injured and then the transition from mls back to italy yeah but you know he proved it this season so far that he's still a factor i would say i would have a problem with messi but he actually he got his pichichi you know for the last season he was yeah good in terms of scoring yeah so like i have no problem with him as much being there in the top three but i guess ronaldo performed better in the champs and that's why he's there yeah, but you know, I feel like that's what this award is. Who did good in the Champions League? Which I don't, I don't agree with. It, ha- it can't be that. Yeah, it but can't. a lot of people like they have not only recency bias but like uh, success and stuff. They, and they factor that and and like, I think if we took out trophies and stuff and we looked at who's the best mm-hmm. and and ignored, not ignored, but not really pay so much attention to stats, these teams would look a lot different. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I said, it's it notice like every team, every player from each team here is part of one of the most popular clubs in the world, with the exception of City, because I don't consider City the, to the level of Bayern, Barca, Real, Juve. These are clubs that have big, big supporters for years, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like these, these. You mean in terms of fan base or in terms of a success? Fan base history, success. That's what this is like. Notice all the the players on on there. They're they're all playing for clubs that are established and have hella fans, so I feel like they do appeal to the, the 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 biggest clubs in the world who have the most supporters too. That's why you don't see players like Shiro Immobile, Papu Gomez. There's more players I could mention. The teams didn't do good. Well, that's the thing. It's not a team award. It's an individual award, and these players are getting on some level. It does matter, but at the same time, I I know what you're saying because I I I. I we talked about this off. I, I said that Papu Gomez deserves to be somewhere on this top 10. Yeah. Even if he doesn't make the team, he deserves to be somewhere here. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chiri Mobile, I'm not a big fan, but somewhere in the top 10 for strikers too. Um, I, I I don't agree with what you're saying that, that City, like, I don't understand this victim complex for City because no, no, I'm not. You guys have at least two players. I'm not victimizing City. I'm saying you look at the top eleven that were chosen. Mm -hmm. They're all from big clubs, and I don't consider City a big club. I consider City a big club. Yeah, because we perform well. But I'm talking about history and 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 how many fans they have and how much history they have. PSG doesn't have history. I would put PSG along with City, and you guys have the same amount of players. But PSG is not even on there. That's my point. In no, I'm talking about the starting eleven. I'm not talking about like the one through ten ranking. I, I'm sure. Oh, I see there. what you mean. So like, you look at the starting eleven, and it's like, yeah, they're all players from big clubs, established clubs that have a lot of fans. So that's why I tell you these. I don't. I don't think. Like when you talk about Messi and Ronaldo, those are the only two outliers that I see that maybe don't deserve it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and that's the first thing I but, told you. But yeah. those guys aren't going off of their club; they're going off of their fame. No, no, historically. I, no, no, but it's it's also the club too, though. It's fame and the so. name and the club. I think you could put Ronaldo in fucking, I don't know, a, a Leal shirt and he, and he'll get voted into this. If nah. it was a fan vote. Oh, what? Yeah, that's the thing. It's not a fan vote, but I think if he goes to Leal, he's I not. It was. No, no, I, it is a popularity contest. I agree, but I mean, 
I, I'm saying, like, if you throw Ronaldo at Lille, I don't even think he's if, putting up the Ronaldo numbers. If Ronaldo had the same numbers as he does with Juventus on Lille, mm-hmm. well, first, he, he'll, he would make this team. He would, but let's agree. Well, maybe you might not agree, but I don't think he's getting those numbers at Lille. But, I mean, who knows? Right, but I'm saying, like, if, if you, like, swapped him. Yeah. I, he's obviously not. He'll and get, I don't like, think he'd go he'll there. he get, like, 100 goals at Lille. In maybe like in five France, <laughs> in five because France is. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, if he joined PSG, I totally get you. But at Lille, I don't know. Yeah, he'd be the number one guy. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why he's joining Juve. You know. Oh, I know. It's he's not for a new challenge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. but no, I, 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 I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't discount him that bad. He's not a trash player, and he's better than Chido Mobley. I don't agree with that. I mean, historic. I mean, in the grand scheme at the career, yes. But I mean, he scored a lot of his goals from penalties. Let's not forget. I mean, and and is still probably the lead, leading penalty taker for Lazio. He he is, but I'm saying like you know even and how many con- how many assists does Cheeto Mobley have? I'm not sure. Like I don't have the stats on on hand. You know, I I wish uh, I I wish I was I, an encyclopedia. I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put uh, Mobley over Ronaldo, especially over one or two goals. No, no, it's yeah, it's beyond that. But it's like I don't think Ronaldo deserves to be on that list. But like I said, it's just because of the name. Yeah, like if if, yeah, if it is. let's say his name was somebody else, the same his name was Quagliarella. Well, I mean, we, we can we can look at the name. If his name is Holland or Mbappe, he's not making it. Yeah, that's my point. Like yeah. if his name was Quagliarella, which by the way, Holland is way too far up at fourth place. I don't know. I don't know if I agree, but. I'm just saying, like, if, if uh, his name was Fabio Quagriarella, for example, and he had the numbers and the output that he did, he's not making this list because he's, he's not Ronaldo. Yeah. And that's my point. It is, it is a popularity yeah. test. And, yeah, of course. And, yeah, that's how I feel about that, man. I guess, like, uh, I guess I, I don't have a terrible problem. I'm never going to be happy with the, with the way people rank the players because everybody looks at different things. Yeah. But, I mean, well, more than anything, this is the worst year to rank players because the season was broken into two, and it's just no fans and all that, so. Yeah. But, yeah. It's an even playing field. I'll give it that much. Well, this season anyway. Um, so, moving on I think from every that. season is, to be fair. There's never not an even playing field. Hmm. I mean, this I guess, this, I this season was just shy compared to the rest because yeah. it didn't have the same benefits, you know? Um, where were we at? Uh, yeah. Um, so, other news. Leao, Rafael Leao from AC Milan gets the fastest goal ever in uh, Serie A. Mm-hmm. It's a funny little... Your, your brother just scored on you, so you now you have to prove to him that you're a lot better. Yeah, goal on FIFA. Um, good finish. It, it was interesting. I had to, I felt like it was worth mentioning. Yeah, and that's your team, by the way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's one to watch, but he's taken a while to break out of his shell, really. But I mean, mo- mostly going on AC Milan, I think it's the bigger grasp that you know they're still the last undefeated team in England. I mean, England, Italy, and especially since you know Juve lost a few days ago to Fior- Fiorentina, unluckily, you know, uh, via that's red true, card. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, I think AC Milan are a fun team to watch. Not only from for Leal, but they have a bunch of other good players: John Hogg, Slatan, Theo Hernandez, who for me is the best left back in the world. Whoa! Currently, uh, whoa! Yeah, yeah. Um, 
to Madrid part of Mm, And then, I mean, you could say maybe Andy Robertson. He's up there, too. I mean... We're not going to include a... A Reguilon. Reguilon? Mendy, I think he has has to be more consistent. Uh, Reguilon, Mendy, I guess, is up there. But, you know, in an era where, where Marcelo dominated that slot for so long, this is where we're really seeing, you know... Um, who's who's gonna come out on top? And I think AC Milan. There's a reason why they're up they're up top right now, and they have a really talented squad. What about a uh, Serginho Dest? Oh well, he's a right back. <laughs> I think he will eventually reach that top ten. But you know, I don't know if currently though. That's right. He is a right back. Why did I say that? <laughs> nah, it's all good. Anthony Robinson. Though. I was gonna say uh, Jordi Alba. Yeah, Jordi Alba. I mean, it was clearly top ten, right? He made top ten, and again, it's just because he's made it in the previous years, and he's a pop, he, he's a popular player who plays for a popular team, and it's an, another example of that. But yeah, man, I mean, uh, AC Milan. I want to see how fast, how how long they could keep that undefeated streak going, because it's going to be very impressive for a team that's been so underwhelming for the past five, six, seven years. Oh, no, 10, 12 years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Juve's won it for nine seasons in a row. To be fair. And they're kind of like Bayern in the way they buy some of the best That's players kinda, from Italy. Yeah, it's kind of boring. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else? I think I think that's it. I I guess if I had to ask you something before we end off, mm-hmm. what's your uh, what's your Christmas football wish, man? We're, we're right before Christmas. Uh, for me, I just I want to see all my my teams ball out. I mean, obviously, that's a vague answer, but I don't really have a, a direct, like, a wish, man, because I don't really believe in that, you know? But, I mean, if I, I mean, guess... Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I like... Mean, I'm, I'm asking you to get Santa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, like, I'm kind of pessimistic, and I don't believe in that. Like, I'm saying, like, obviously, in a perfect world, I'd be like, I hope City win the league. I hope City win the treble, but, you know, that's just not... It's not going to happen, right? What what a realistic wish for me would be for, for City to win the Champions League this year. And nice. I, I say realistic because that I think we have the quality. Mm-hmm. We just never done it, right? So there's always that doubt. So I, that's my football. You want to jinx it, is what you? That's yeah, what that too, that too. Well, I mean, I say it every year. I say it like I think we have a good chance. I think we have a good chance. Yeah, I don't you think do. it, you guys made it to semis. Yeah, yeah, but you know, there's this year. I feel like we're we're actually equipped for cup matches. Hopefully, but we'll see. Uh, that's my wish. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm not aspiring for a league title this year. I don't think we have it in us, you know. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine is to have fucking fans in the stadiums, really. You know. Yeah. As much as I like to downplay it, I, I like to see it too. You know, it makes it makes matches feel so robotic. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to watch, but I mean, in, for that to happen, COVID's gonna have to go away. And fuck, I don't know. I don't I know how that's. That, I guess go. that's my wish in general. Is yeah. For yeah. That's that was my thing. I was like, this year's been. Why has this year been so shitty for football? Well, COVID's the reason. I wish it could yeah. go away. Yeah. Now, I guess that would be my biggest wish for the mm-hmm. betterment of the whole sport. Yeah. But for, for sure. my team, that's yeah. my aspiration. Yeah. All right. All right, man. Well, uh, I think that's it for this week, number twenty-seven. Uh, any last words? No, no. Uh, I mean, no. That's pretty much wrapped it up for me for sure man all right uh i'm nestor that's henry bottled soccer talk number 27 uh merry christmas everybody hope you get whatever gift you were hoping for i don't know we're all adults at this point so the fuck are you asking for and we're also inclusive here so happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa and aid mubarak any uh holiday you celebrate out there all right that's what's up man all right (laughs) take it easy everybody enjoy it with your fam
Cheers.